Another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. It is 2021. It's taken us a few weeks to settle in, and I'm so excited to be here with Sess. Welcome back, Sess. Welcome to 2021. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> uh, so we wrapped 2020 and we talked about goals. And you know, you and I have been in the conversation of what it feels like to enter a new year. And I'll speak for myself that the clock struck 2021 and it felt like there was this certainly self-imposed need to have goals decided, declared immediately. And I sat with it for a week or so and I had to sort of move into it. What's your relationship with the clock striking a new year and declaring new goals? Such a good question. And I you know, sometimes I like to take time to think about things. So I'll just share what's like right here for me. And it usually is before the year is over that I decide what habits I want to integrate into my life so that when the year starts, the new year, it's not a shock to my system. Mm. So I feel like intentions are set and instead of imposing them, I get really quiet so I can listen for like, what's around me? What's Mm, the world doing? What do I really desire? Oh yeah, totally. Because what I hear, and I'm so grateful for your grace and the cadence by which we can roll into a new year. And I mean, I know we think of this across team Corker of we must start with our own goals so we can set bigger goals and our company goals can feel aligned to, you know, our, our values and what we want to get up to. And I hear you speak often for our listeners, Sess is a coach and will unknowingly yet I'm always sure that she is consciously be coaching me (laughs) and be posing questions that give me pause for thought. And I'm like, wait a minute, what did you just say? And what I have heard so much already this year is about intentions and the intentionality behind every decision and every goal and every habit. And you're so unattached to them. You don't ask from a place of judgment or a place of already knowing. You just want to know what the intention is. And you just define intention so beautifully. And I think that that's the perfect segue into, into this new year. What, why intentions? What are intentions? Why do they matter? Mm-hmm. It's such a good question. I love this. This is my favorite conversation. Welcome I, to my life. <laughs> I was on a call today with an incredible group of people. And we were talking about goal setting for their business. And I like to bring in that it's all starts with intentions. And what I hear often is that people will set an intention and then it fizzles out Mm -hmm. and they'll set a new year's resolution and it'll fizzle out. And what I like to say about intentions, and for me, that's why I get quiet to really hear what the intention is, is that intentions are like the, the fuzzy slippers you put on. Mm-hmm. you know, to know where you're walking in your house. The intentions are the ground that you're going to walk on, the wood, the cobblestones, the rock, whatever it is, to know where you're even going. Mm-hmm. It allows you to know if you're running, if you're tiptoeing, if you're leaning into the earth. So it all begins with intentions. And I do find that if your goals are failing, or if you feel that things aren't working for you, 
I like to go back to what was the intention mm. that I had or set out right. to do. Yeah. I love that. Just as you were speaking, I couldn't help but think this fall, I ran around this area that I live, which happens to be like from farm to farm, and it's quite an area, to get organic garlic because you must plant your organic garlic in the fall in order to have spring harvest. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm truly planting something with great intention for the spring versus the spring comes and I just buy my little seedlings or plant some seeds and three weeks later I have vegetables. But garlic, I was like, oh, garlic, you're so intentional. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. But gardens aside or not, because we both are geeks about yeah, what we grows. love garden we love it do you have intentions that you'd be up for sharing or a process of which you're uncovering your own intentions I think yeah. this is so heartfelt and I just want to honor before you share that yeah it's so personal you know I have intentions written down here and I'm like I'm going to share them and I just want you to know that they're like straight stuck on my heart I didn't know that this was going to go live on the podcast but it matters yeah. so much more than a goal or a finish line of any nature you know yeah, begins there. Yeah. I want you to share yours first before I dive into mine. Really? Yeah. Because uh. you said they're right on your heart. And I think, you know, everyone would kind of want to hear yours right now. <laughs> oh, Seth, we passed the mic. Well, I have about five intentions that I set out specifically for 2021. And they are commit to less, be more committed. Remember, you won't be liked and stay authentic and fearless. Do not delay. Spend 10 minutes today. Homemade is my love language. That feels so real. Sweat is my drug and gratitude is my currency. Gosh, that's beautiful. <sighs> and you just happen to have that right there. Well, it's right here in front of me because my goals are also clear and yet my goals feel like clear end games, if you will. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want every single day. There's no finish line. Every moment, in every moment, you know, homemade might mean I write a love letter instead of sending an email and that I can do every single day. I don't need to wait for a buy when. That's beautiful. Thank you, Steph. I mm -hmm. happen to write mine every time we do something like a course or I like to write them down to see if they are still true. Mm. So today I opened up one of my journals and I wrote goals on one side and intentions on the other. And there are some things. So you asked one thing, which is what are my intentions? But the other thing is how do I get to that process? Yeah. And so the first thing that is really coming up for me this year, it might be as I widen my perspective or I tune in more. I don't know what that is, but nothing is mine. So I've been taught so many things and these are learnings and teachings that my teachers have passed down to me that I pass down. So my intention is to remember that I learn and I teach mm. and that nothing is mine. Mm. Another intention that came up for me today is complete. I want to feel complete with everything that I set my mind to. So if that's completing an email with gratitude, completing, receiving something, not letting anything linger is really mm. important to me right now. Gratitude daily from the book, Braiding Sweetgrass. I have had this awakening with gratitude because I've always had this stingy spot for gratitude where I really want it to be authentic. I don't want to just mm. pour my gratitude out. And this book has connected me back to 
gratitude for the earth, gratitude for the sky, for the bugs, for the bees, for the food, and making it a ceremony. Mm. And at the end of these ceremonies in this book, it always says like, thank you for the bees. Thank you for the da, 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 all of it. And then the last sentence is, and now we are one. Mm. And it's a long ceremony sometimes. So it connects everyone as one. And when you do this practice, then you want less. You see yourself with more abundance. Mm. And I love that. The next one is love and compassion. Mm. Do everything with love and compassion. Confidence. I sometimes freak out when I go to facilitate things Mm. and I really want to have confidence Mm. building up to it so that I enjoy the process. One that has never hit my intention list is fun. Mm. I think I'm a pretty fun person (laughs) and I sometimes am very serious. However, the intention is, is that what I do, I have fun with, right? Like brings me joy. Yeah which I know because as we are going through a filter process right now of should we do this or should we do that? Your first question that you just keep asking is, does it bring you joy? Does it bring you joy? And it's so great to just hear that, to know that if it's joy first, we'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, Steph. And I wrote in bold, be unlimited in myself. Oh, be unlimited in myself. That is amazing. That is amazing. I was reminded of a quote that we kicked off the year at our team meeting with, and that's spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. And I'll tell you that I used to write that off a little bit as being too soft or too feminine. And how can we run a business as two female leaders if we're so soft? And in fact, I realized that it's our superpower. And what makes it so wonderful is that we can be corporate love bugs and we can find the love to inject in. But I want to riff on that with your, your relationship with gratitude, because I think a lot of people can think gratitude is fluffy or the, you know, the attitude of gratitude and hashtag blessed. And yet to your point, as you read through your book, which we'll be sure to include in the notes below, because these books are revolutionizing how Sess thinks. Where did that relationship with gratitude come from? And how are you tuning in to make sure that it's really authentic and not holding you back or not being authentic, I guess you could say? Like, how is it shifting it for me? Yeah. Uh, Or what needed to be shifted, maybe? Yeah. Do you hear that big sigh? It's been a journey with me. I have a hard time if things are fake. I can't be fake. I need to always say it like it is. And of course, with kindness, right? And when it came to gratitude, the question for me, maybe it was, I like to go internal, like inside. I like to go deep, especially when I'm doing anything like development wise. And the practice of gratitude for me needs to happen now in the morning by myself so that I can go in. Mm. And so then what it's shifted for me is that I've already been grateful. I started my day grateful. So everything is abundant now. Whereas before, if it was coming like in an afternoon meeting at 3 p.m. and you start your meeting saying, what are you grateful for today? I didn't start my, like I I wasn't in that mind frame yet. Yeah. So I really want to start my day. And this is what I'm learning as a ceremony of like grateful for everything that I just have physically on me, around me, in me, you know, whatever that is. Yes. I don't want to take anything for granted. No, 
No. And for anyone that has been following team Corker or is on Instagram, cause it feels like Instagram blew up. We all know that Matt's babe had open heart surgery on the third day of 2021. And I will tell you that baby Sasha Clark has taught me that there is not one heartbeat to be taken for granted. And in 2020, I was gifted the five minute journal and I started doing just that. And there's an AM and a PM section to the journal. And every morning I am now in an act of gratitude. And there's a few different sections to the AM and the PM. And the first section in AM is what are three things you're grateful for? And there have been some days where I'm like, I'm just committed to writing and I'll fill the whole front section of AM with just things, people, sights, sounds that I'm grateful for. And I just don't stop writing. And that just feels so cool. And it's messy and it's perfectly imperfect and it's only mine, you know, but I'm really with you on the, the practice needing to be super authentic and it really does change our brain chemistry. And what I know about intentions, as you perfectly said, I mean, I never don't wear slippers in my little cabin and, and I love the idea of, you know, what is my intention when I put my running shoes on versus my slippers, I'm also mindful of our neural pathways in our brain and how we create these divots in our brain. And they're either negative or they're positive. And we are choosing that and we are creating that. And I was actually saying the other day to someone that I want to create potholes of positivity in your negative neural pathways so that as you're in this negative pathway, I want you to hit a pothole and change. And I want you to know that it's possible. And I know that it's really big and I respect the trauma that has caused the negative neural pathway. And I just think what a gift it is to be able to work with our brain while it is what it is and create new pathways of positivity of, to your point, abundance of gratitude. And that to me sounds like the pathway of intention of intentionality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It brings up for me that people know this. We know this. It's a remembering and it's not as easy as us. You know, I know that we both go through it. We're like, I know that I need to look at this in this way. And here's where I am though. Yes, absolutely. (sighs) Right. And so it takes commitment. Yes. To every day. And I think that we need to have reminders of our intentions. Like we have reminders of our goals you know, don't let the finish line be the only thing you're focused on. Have the same intention with everything you're doing day in and day out. And that to me is, is the path. The other one quick thing I want to touch on before we run out of time is you're a beautiful teacher and the reminder that nothing is yours. And I think of that when we think of our physical things around us how do you handle things not being yours or what do you give away? What do you let go of? How do you stay in that practice in your, in your life, Sess? Well, if I pour a bowl of cereal, that is mine. Got it. So, yeah. I okay. <laughs> Hands off the Cheerios. <laughs> Hands off Cheerios, people. Super clear. <laughs> and you know, what's interesting is there's always reminders for me when I'm reading a book and one author is talking about gratitude and another one's talking about gratitude or, you know, something that is similar. I remember how we're all in the same conversation together right? and how we may talk about it is different based on our teacher's 
teachings. So I don't own it. I don't mm -hmm. own personal development. However, I am a huge believer and I will go find those teachers. Mm -hmm. I don't own the practice of yoga and I'll go seek out the teachers that are teaching it in a way that I want to be taught. And then I'll go teach it. And it's not now my teachings. It's my teachings from my teacher, from their teacher, from their teacher. Like yeah. the lineage just goes back. Yeah. Right. I wrote yeah. a journal and it's, I didn't make up journaling and yeah. I believe in the practice so yes. deeply. Yes. And I, now I'll just keep passing it on. So it's kind of yeah. like, we're all just like passing things, learning and passing. Yes. It's so awesome because we're recording this today and I am wearing a poncho that my sweet Nana knit me 22 years ago. And I was like, there's no reason. I mean, there are not many things that I own from 22 years ago and I'm obsessed with this now. And what a gift. I mean, my Nana's not with us anymore and this is passed along and I don't know how to knit a poncho. Are you kidding me? So it's like, I miss the lesson, but I have this beautiful cuddly poncho and maybe baby Sasha will wear it one day, you know? Yeah. I'm Beautiful. sure he'll be hip like that. Well, <laughs> I wanted to share from a physical perspective. I watched the documentary Less Is Now by The Minimalists, and they speak about tangible things and needing less of them and the, the difference and the delineation between tidying and purging. And we think that we just need to organize and really what we need to do is, is lighten the load. And so I'm constantly in a practice of how do you lighten the load? And I think when we carry less, literally and figuratively, we're able to process and, and soar through life. And I think that the intentionality, that the path that you walk on is best if we are light. If we are light on Mother Earth, if we are light on our feet, if we are more fun, it's more fun to walk the path. You know, if you ever talk to Cecily, she will start with a giggle and you're like, oh boy, what has just happened? <laughs> and that's the best. So we'll put the link to your book below. We will definitely be sharing your journal. I can't wait for this to be in my little pause. And Less Is Now by The Minimalist is also something excellent to watch. And uh, I just want to leave people with the reminder that it starts with intentions and it starts with the slippers on your feet. And I hope that 2021 is full of intentions come true, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well put. Thanks, Steph. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for talking about intentions. It's always a treat.